What's up, guys? Welcome back to Riffing with Clintus. Uh, we're going to start a new series here, a little, little small series of uh, story time, talking about uh, my past, my history. I uh, got a lot of requests about, um, you know, I mentioned, I mentioned like times in my, my history and times in my past, and people are like, oh, that'd be a good story for the podcast, or you should talk more about that. You know, or I, I, we talk a lot about a lot of things on the live stream because it's, it's live and there's conversations happening in chat all the time. Um, and there's always little, like these little, like small little nuggets of, of, of great content that just kind of gets mixed in with Twitch. And, uh, I mean, I, and my, my mods have been trying to be better at like, Hey, let's mark that for a podcast episode. Um, in fact, you know, there's a couple episodes recently that have been, uh, you know, ideas from my moderators or whatnot. So, um, today's episode um, someone asked for this a while back, but recently, uh, a member of my community specifically was asking about more about my childhood, um, uh, because he's a kid. And so he wanted to know more about me, my, you know, my childhood. Um, and so that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about, uh, some, some things, uh, that, that he specifically was asking for, uh, as well as a few things that others have asked for in regards to my childhood. Now I did do an, or my origin story. It's the very first, uh, podcast episode in the series. And so if you're watching this on YouTube, obviously I just recently started posting these on YouTube. Uh, there's a link in the description down below. If you want to go back and listen to the, you know, the, the first 40, 45 episodes or so, I, I don't know what episode we're on right now, but, um, you can listen to them and they're free. Uh, you just pull out your phone and, uh, there's a podcast app already on your phone. If you're Apple, it's Apple podcasts, purple icon. If you're on uh, Android, there's the Google podcasts. Um, that sort of thing. And, uh, you just do a search for riffing with Clintus, or like I said, if you click the link in the description below, it'll bring up a little thing and it'll tell you, it'll, you'll be able to click Spotify or whatever app you use, to listen to podcasts. And you can listen to all the last 40 episodes. There's ones in there with Sierra, with Bryce, my buddy, Chuck, uh, Enviro, McCarty, uh, some of my streamer buddies like, uh, K magic 101, M tashed true Vanguard. She snaps, uh, some great, great stuff in there and more of those to come in the future. Uh, so let's get into this one. Um, first and foremost, uh, I'm, I'm the oldest of three, bro three boys. I have two younger brothers. Um, so growing up, you know, I was the oldest. And so different responsibilities came my way, um, depending on what my parents needed. You know, I talk about how, you know, in, in my 20s, I was definitely an attention seeker. Uh, I definitely thrived on getting people's attention I think that's why I fell in love with social media so early. Uh, I was an early adopter back in 2005, 2006. Um, and why I think I gravitated toward YouTube ultimately with, you know, getting people to watch my videos and then getting comments and feedback and hearing what they liked, and what they didn't like, and kind of going off of that. Um, I think it's because when I, I, you know, being the oldest, when my brothers came along, my parents' attention got split and they were no longer giving it all to me. And so maybe that was some consciously an, an issue that I had. I don't know. Something I've always thought about in the back of my mind. But, um, you know, I went to a public schools and uh, here in Phoenix, Arizona, we're in the kind of the north Northwest Valley. And so I uh, went to public schools and we moved around a lot. Uh, my, my parents, my dad, my dad owned his own company when I was real little. And uh, unfortunately, through some bad interactions and trusting the wrong people. Uh, unfortunately they had to go bankrupt. And, uh, so they kind of lost everything. And back then when you've got bankrupt, you can't buy 
not anything. <laughs> you can't buy anything. Um, so we rented a lot. In fact, we leased a lot, which which leases usually are just for one year. And um, there was a while there where we moved every year. Now, thankfully, my parents kept us in the same school. So uh, kindergarten, first, second, and third grade were all in one school. Uh, and we moved every year. So I remember specifically three houses that we lived in, um, two of which were right around the corner from each other. So we 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 lived in one house, we moved kind of far away, but my parents had to drive me to school. And then we moved back to that same neighborhood, just a few streets around the corner. Um, and uh, one of my best friends lived around the corner. So that was really, really cool. Third grade was, third grade was a good one. Um, and then we moved again at the end of third grade, but this time we moved to a whole new area, new district. And um, thankfully we were able to stay in that house for three years. So we stayed in the same house while I was in fourth, fifth and sixth grade. Um, and that's where a lot of my memories are as a, a, in my childhood, um, even though I can, I can close my eyes and remember glimpses and memories from the first three houses. Um, like I remember the house that we lived in faced the West. Uh, there's a church across the street and now there's a Harkins, uh, on the, on the right-hand side there over like on 51st Avenue and bell for those of you who live here. Uh, we lived there for a year and then the second house, I don't know the location, I have no idea where the location is, but I can remember the backyard being big and there's trees to climb and we had a playground and, the house was fun. Uh, and then the third grade house, uh, was crazy. Cause it had all these, like, like an obstacle course in the backyard. Like they built, like they put a, a, a tractor tire in the ground and, and monkey bars to swing on. And we had this tree that we climbed and it was a really, really cool backyard. Um, and then, then when we moved to the house for the fourth, fifth and sixth, it was just your basic yard, nothing fancy had like a sunroom enclosed patio. Um, we had a basketball hoops. We played basketball out front and, uh, and yeah, we, we walked to school. My brothers and I, we were close enough. We, we walked to school. Um, and you know, if you live here in Arizona, you know that, you know, in the certain times of year, it, it's cold in the morning, but then it's hot in the afternoon. Cause you're wearing like jackets and pants and stuff. So it's always like the worst time of year to walk to school. Cause it was like chilly enough in the morning that you're wearing pants and a hoodie or jacket. And then walking home, we'd be hot and sweaty and gross. And, and, uh, and so that was, that was always fun. But uh, same thing, we moved and I made I made a, a new best friend that lived down the street from me, same, so it was really nice. Convenient, thankfully, both my best friends when I moved lived close enough to walk and, and hang out with on a regular basis. Um, so I, you know, had that. But, um, you know, some of the some of the questions that have been brought, got asked for when I was, when I was a kid was, uh, uh, you know, the, the number one question I get is, like, was, was I bullied? And I'll be honest with you, there really wasn't a whole lot of bullies uh, in my schools. I mean, there were definitely some, some crappy kids and, you know, what I would call, uh, you know, I guess in, the, in this day and age, what a bully would be, but you know, I think like bullies, when I was a kid, it was cliche, right? You saw it in, in, in movies and TV shows where there's that one kid that would shove other kids or, you know, talk down to them, steal their lunch money, that sort of thing. Never really saw that in my school. Um, you know, obviously as we got older, closer to like the, the fifth and sixth grade, you started seeing some kids kind of emerge as, you know, buttheads and, uh, ultimately, you know, be a, a crappy kid. But, uh, I never really saw too much bullying in elementary school. Um, so no, I never, I never got bullied. Cause I, I, again, I didn't really see bullies back in elementary school. Now when I moved again, um, for the final time, uh, well, so after sixth grade, we, 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 my parents were saving up for a house. So we moved in with my aunt and my cousins for about six months, new school, new friends. And, uh, that was, 
that was an interesting time. It was only for six months, but I learned a lot in that six months. Um, I don't know if it was the area. I don't know if it was the, the school and, 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 you know, being close to like the air force base and, um, you know, and, and parents, you know, being in transit. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but going from my school to where it was like cool and everybody was happy and like said, no bullies, no real crappy kids to this school where it was like, everybody was doing stuff they shouldn't have been doing. Like looking back now, seventh grade, that's, you know, that's my son. That's Bryce's age, um, you know, smoking and, and doing drugs and having sex. And it's like, holy crap, you know, like, and it was a huge jump. I mean, one summer is crazy. I mean, I think if I would have stayed in the same school district, it wouldn't, I wouldn't have seen all that stuff right away at seventh grade. I mean, I'm talking like within the first week, meeting these new people, meeting these new friends and, and making friends and figuring out who I want to be friends with. The first couple of weeks were crazy fast. I mean, I had, a, I got a girlfriend the second day of school, like. I went from like not really having any girlfriends at all to the second day of school getting a girlfriend. And then two days later breaking up with that or her breaking up with me. Cause it was just like, Oh, you're not the guy I thought you were. And then going to someone else. It's like, that's how this school was. It was like really fast. And so, um, that's when I really started to kind of like, I mean, again, it's, it's, you know, your, your ages are like 12, 13, 14. So you're, you're starting to like, you know, cheer and puberty and all this stuff. And so, you know, definitely saw some, some crappy kids in that school, uh, some, some crappy, like bully, you know, mean people. And, um, you know, I think it also has a lot to do with if you, if, if a kid has older siblings where they're exposed to things early, I think that's a big sign. Me being the oldest child in my family, I wasn't exposed to it a whole lot, right? Like if, if it didn't come my way via my parents, which my parents aren't exposed to me to certain things, then if and I didn't get exposed to my friends, then I just didn't ever see that before. Like when the first time I ever smelled marijuana, right? Somebody had a joint in their cigarette. So they had a pack of Marlboros with cigarettes in there, but then they also had two like rolled joints in there. And they're like, yeah, this is what marijuana smells like. And I'm like, oh, I smelled that before. Like my aunt and uncle, I thought those incense, like, you know, like it was one of those things. Right. Um, so I think if, I think if you are raised with older siblings where you're exposed to that stuff, you can be exposed to it much earlier. Right. And that's where you see like younger kids kind of doing things more advanced because they've got older siblings and, and the, their older friends kind of exposing them to that. So I, I, I was very naive, very kind of clueless at that point. Um, but then, you know, we were only there for six months. We moved, we bought a house. And then the last house that my parents owned that I lived in was from seventh grade all the way through college or into college, into college. Um, and so when I got to that school and started making those friends, um, same thing really can't, could not, cannot to this day, think of a bully, uh, or, or what you would consider a bully in my middle school years, right? Seventh and eighth grade. Couldn't think of a, of a kid that was like, Oh, that's a bully. That's a, that's a, that's a, you know, crappy, crappy kid. Um, so yeah, I mean, they, they just didn't exist. I think in this day and age with technology and, and social media, and such an access to, to technology, information, to an access to for information. I think kids, again, are becoming more advanced. They're, they, they see, they see more than they should at that age. And, um, also with the internet, like kids get confidence, right? They feel like they can say and do whatever they want. And there's no consequences. And the reality is there's a lot of consequences. You say the wrong thing and it could, you know, come back to bite you in the butt later down the road. Um, you know, a lot of things that happen on the internet now there's laws that protect people. Like it's illegal to share personal information about someone else. 
uh, without their knowledge or without their, their consent, uh, especially if it's to do harm, right? Like that's a federal offense. Like you can go to prison for sharing public information, uh, you know, in certain situations. Um, you know, you hear people, people that get arrested and go to jail for that kind of stuff. Right. Um, there's all, there's all, there's all kinds of things that kids just don't understand. Uh, most kids don't understand the internet. Most kids don't understand how, you know, this device they put in their hand and they can pull up an app and start talking or chatting or commenting. There's real life re re uh, repercussions. And, um, you know, it's hard because there's so many kids that are on the internet because it's just easily accessible, right? It's easy to give your, your kid a phone or a tablet and then they connect to the Wi-Fi because they want to watch YouTube videos, but then they go down the rabbit hole and they get into situations they shouldn't be in at that age. Right. I mean, realistically, I, I I'm a dad, I have kids, I have a 15 year old and 12 year old and honestly, 12, 13, that's, that should be the introduction to the internet, right? That should be the first, like here, this is how the internet works. Restrictions on how things work, restrictions on what they can view. Like there's all these apps and tools out there. I just don't think a lot of parents take um, advantage of them. Right now, as someone who works on the internet, my story is a little different because I taught my kids at an early age how to use the internet and what to do, what not to do, where to go, where to stay away from. Um, but even that, I mean, Bryce still to this day comes to me asking me random questions. And I'm like, dude, you should just Google it. I don't know. I don't know the all these things. You know, I'm, I'm the dad. So he wants to ask me because I'm dad. I should know everything, right? Uh, but I don't. And so I'm always like, oh, that's a good question for Google or that's a good question for Siri or, you know, and so... Um, it's still a learning process for sure. But most kids, most kids, man, I, I witness it every day on Twitch. Most kids should not be on the internet. Most kids don't have the intellect um, and the social skills to have conversations. They, they come to my chat room wanting to talk to me and they're in a public chat room. So they start asking questions or saying things and other people in the chat room are chiming in and replying to him, them or talking to them. And they get all like, shut up. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to Clintus. Like, uh, you know, mind your own business. It's like, that's you're a public chat room. If you wanted to talk to me personally, like that's what DMS and emails are for. Like really. Um, but they don't understand that. They don't understand that they're in a, they're, they walked into a room full of people to have a conversation with one person, but the one person's having a conversation with a group of people. And that's where that kind of like rude awkwardness comes from. And then the worst kids are the ones that insult people in the chat room. We had, we had a kid yesterday or two days ago that, uh, said something to me, asked me a question and I didn't get to it right away because I was I was focused on what I was doing uh, at the time. And when my mods replied and they had a quick little back and forth and then it immediately erupted into an insult, insulting one of my moderators who was also one of my friends. And uh, like they took it fine because they're used to dealing with internet trolls and internet, you know, shitheads. Um, but it's one of those things where this kid had like looking at the history of the, of the person's chat, like they probably shouldn't be on the internet. The, the things they've asked, the things they've said, like they're clearly too young and not intellectual enough, not mature enough to be in a public chat room where adults are conversating, adults are having conversations. And, uh, and then like I said, they went immediately to an insult and then went super insultive with vulgar language that whatever this kid's age was, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 should not be talking like that. Like plain and simple, like the kid should not have been saying these words. So I do my little spiel. I do my little spiel of like what I was going to say about the, the topic that they brought up. And then I went back and said, 
but I was going to have a conversation with you, but then you insulted my moderator and then you insulted me. Then they want to, they turn around and insult me and start telling me how, what I should be doing and how, what I should be doing with my time and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, so now you're just an ignorant, you're just an ignorant kid. You, you clearly have no idea what you're talking about. And now you're just talking about your butt. So I was going to time them out, but I ended up just banning them because they went straight full idiot mode to insult me and my, and my, and my family, basically. I mean, my moderators, my chat room, it's my family. And they start insulting my family. Might as well be insulting my kids at that point. So it's like, I don't even got time for you. Don't want to give you any more attention. You can move along, you know, just move along. So, um, that translates very well to the real world. I, you know, I'm not a kid today, so I don't know what school is like for kids. Um, all I can do is ask my kids how school is for them. And, um, you know, people ask me all the time, does, does Bryson Sierra get bullied for whatever reason? Because I'm a, cause I'm a YouTuber or because, uh, whatever. And the answer is no, they, they don't. Um, both my kids are nice. Both my kids are what I would consider good kids. They use their manners. Um, they are respectful to, um, you know, older elders, uh, their teachers, that sort of thing. Cause that's the way they were raised. Um, you know, and so there's. Bryce, Bryce once upon a time got made fun of, uh, because of his teeth. That's just the way that, um, that's just the way, I mean, that's just people, right? Like if you're overweight, people are going to call you fat. Uh, you know, if you've got some weird disformation, it's easy for someone to point out and call you names because of the way you look. That's just life. There's always going to be a-holes. There's always going to be bullies. There's always going to be people that find it funny or humorous to make fun of other people and put them down. Right. Um, I forget the, the same, but basically for them to make themselves feel bigger, they have to push other people down because they're incapable of rising. They're, they're capable of getting to those heights on their own. So it's almost like, it's almost like cheating, right? You're, you can't beat me. So you have to cheat to beat me. You know what I'm saying? So basically by bullying someone or talking down to them, you're, you're cheating. You're making yourself stand taller, be, 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 be a, be a better person by lowering them down. Right. Uh, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, a guy I listen to on a regular basis says, you know, uh, you should build, if you want the bit, the tallest building in the city, build the tallest city in the building. Don't knock down everyone else's buildings to make yours look taller. And so that's that kind of that same thing, right? Kids these days go to the internet to, to, to bully and troll and do these things. Um, because maybe they get bullied at school, right? Or they bully kids on the internet and then they go and try and bully them in, in real life. And, and they're just a you know piece of crap kid. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, they don't have a parent at home that tells them that's not right or that's not what they should be doing. Um, kind of getting off a tangent here, but to answer the original question, no, I never got bullied. Um, my freshman year in high school, there was a time where I had some guys looking out, looking at me like they were, you know, if, I, if they caught me in a, they caught me in the wrong hallway or in the bathroom alone, I might have got my butt kicked. Uh, but thankfully, it never happened. Uh, because of a stupid misunderstanding and because they were too tough to actually have a conversation with me and never got squashed until someone else just finally someone else bigger than them said, Hey, look, Clint didn't do these things. You think he did. You just asked him and talked to him about it. You would know this, but instead of for the last two weeks, mad dogging him and, you know, talking crap every time you walk by him, like stop being stupid, like go talk to him. You don't want to talk to him. That's fine. I'm telling you right now that whatever it is that you think he did, he didn't do so knock it off. And then it was over. It was squashed, but it was so stupid because anytime I tried to talk to them, it was like three or four V one. And so the conversation never happened. It was just talking smack, talking crap to me, waiting for me to slip up and say something so they could punch me in the face. Right. It was like stupid. So that was my only, only ever 
hostile feeling that I had. But again, it wasn't, I wouldn't consider that bullying. It was just like, you know, these, whatever. It's what is what it is. But um, yeah, that's it. Uh, another question I get asked a lot was, was I smart in school? Um, I guess you measure sm how smart someone is by their test scores, by their grades, by their G GPA. I, I don't know. Like, how do you consider someone smart or not smart? Um, there's really only way in, in school, the only way to measure that is their schoolwork, right? However, that's flawed because if you don't do your work, there's no way to measure that. And that was me. Um, uh, I didn't do homework. I was a very, very bad student. Um, I went to school for the six or seven hours, eight hours a day, whatever it was. So when I got home from school, I didn't want to do homework. I didn't want to continue doing schoolwork. Um, and unfortunately my parents did not hold me accountable. So I learned bad habits and I continue to, uh, continue to, to have those bad habits of, you know, if I don't have anyone holding me accountable, I'm not an accountable person myself. So that's why I always complain about me being a bad boss for myself because I, you know, no one's holding me accountable. My viewers hold me accountable, but that only goes so far. Um, so yeah, I didn't do homework most of the time. Uh, if I didn't do it in school, then it usually didn't get done. Um, but I was really good at tests. So, you know, I would ride the school year with C's and D's, even some F's. And then by midterm or finals, I would figure out what I needed to get on the final to get a B or a C or whatever to pass. And that's kind of how I rolled with school. Um, bad example, definitely not how I'm raising my kids or teaching my kids, but I am being realistic. You, you need to grow, you need to go through school for multiple lessons. It's not necessarily the actual stuff you're learning. It's, it's the holistic, the, what school represent rep, represents, right? There's a social aspect. There's a learning aspect, learning how to do things. There's the knowledge aspect in certain aspects. Um, there's the whole learning to respect your elders and authority because ultimately unless you immediately go to being an entrepreneur out of high school you're going to work for somebody you're going to have a boss and you're going to be told what to do 40 hours a week so school kind of is supposed to kind of prep you for that that there's this one person that's kind of dictating your day today guys we're going to learn this today you're going to do this assignment today you're going to work on this report today you're going to do this test very much like when you leave high school and you get a job. Um, and so there's all these things that come with school. It's not just the schoolwork. My, my kids like to complain, like, I'm never going to do this. And I'm never going to use this in real life. I'm like, are you sure? Do you know what you're going to be when you grow up? I don't, I didn't know what I was going to be when I grew up. Hell, when I, when I graduated high school, I didn't want to go to college at all. I was like, I'm done with school. When I'm, when school's over, I'm done with school. But then I fell in love with 3d and art and, uh, animation and video and, I went to college, got a degree. So again, you'd never know kids. You don't know what you're going to need. Um, the idea though, is you get this basic knowledge, this general knowledge that, that kind of is ready to go in whatever direction you're going to go in when you graduate. Um, so I mean, was I, was I smart in school? I would say I was average. I was average, you know, um, smarter than some, definitely not as smart as, as others. And, uh, I don't even know what my GPA was, honestly didn't care. didn't matter. I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't planning on going to college. It wasn't until like the last two months of school of, of high school when we went to a field trip to this college. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I want to go to school here. And that was it. Boom. You know, and uh, we'll talk about my graduation summer. That's another uh, episode of the podcast. And then my college summer, those are two the best summers of my life to this day. And we'll, we'll talk about that in future episodes. So stay tuned for those. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, I was smart enough to pass. I was smart enough to 
get good grades when it, when it mattered. And, uh, you know, like I said, that's kind of how I live my life to this day. I, I just do enough to get by and do enough to, um, you know, make the right people happy, make the right people, you know, do what, do what, do what, do what is required, do what is, what is asked, go above and beyond in the right places. Um, go above and beyond when, when it matters is kind of how I've always done things. Um, never really went to the principal's office. Um, there were, there were a couple times where I remember going to the principal's office, but I don't remember what it was for. Um, I never really got in trouble because I never was one of those kids where I was doing things I wasn't supposed to. Um, now in high school, definitely ditched some classes, uh, definitely ditched school from time to time. Again, bad influences, bad, uh, um, you know, wrong crowd of people from time to time. I remember one time I did school like a half day or something and rode my dirt bike, no helmet, like an idiot. Um, and almost got hit by a car. And that was the last time I did that. <laughs> I was riding my dirt bike down the streets and stuff like that. And this car did not come to a complete stop at a stop sign. And I almost T-boned them. I slammed on my brakes, slid to a stop at right, almost T-boned them. They left. And then I went, I was like, I'm going home. I'm done. Uh, and then another time I, I ditched and my neighbor called, called up called me out. Like they call my mom like, Hey, does Clint have the half day of school? And she's like, I don't think so. He's like, Oh, well he's home. He just took his dirt bike out. <laughs> I got grounded for that. Um, but, uh, that was, that was basically it. I, I, uh, I can't remember too many times going to the principal's office or getting in trouble at school. I, I just, I just didn't, uh, I, I cared too much about what people thought about me. I wanted everybody to like me. You know, I wanted everybody to, to, you know, cause like, cause you hear other people talk about other kids, right? Like that kid's a piece of crap. That kid's a bully. That kid's mean. That kid smells funny. Like, you know, you didn't want anybody talking trash about you for something. And so, you know, I, I definitely, uh, kept my nose clean most of the time. Um, and then, you know, I mentioned like the wrong kids, the, uh, you know, bad crowds, you know, you, you, you see someone, you see, uh, you have an interaction with them and, you know, maybe you're attracted to that person or that group of friends. Like, I want to be friends with them. I want to hang out with them. I want to be like them, right? Like that happens a lot, but then you start to get to know them. And then you start to realize that they were cool, but there's a lot of things that you don't jive with and, and like, and there was a group of people that I hung out with my freshman year. Um, they were much older. They were all older than me. Every single one of them was either a sophomore, junior, or a senior. And I hung out with them pretty regularly at school, um, on the bus, after school, the weekends. Like we hung out all the time and um, definitely did some things that I shouldn't have been doing. Um, definitely was doing things that, you know, not necessarily that I regret, but just definitely do not recommend doing that at that age. Um, and so, uh, you know, that, that was an eye opener the next year, my sophomore year, um, you know, the senior graduated obviously, and the senior was kind of the, the anchor point to the group. So once he graduated, he no longer was going to school. Uh, I think he got a job. I don't know. I kind of fell out of the group. I stopped hanging out with the group. Cause again, also getting in trouble or, um, I was just like, yeah, I don't hang out with them. So I, you know, made some other friends and hung out with my old friends from, you know, junior high and stuff like that. Started meeting girls, talking to girls, getting girlfriends, that sort of thing. So I kind of fell out of that, that group. So it was just my freshman year when, when I was kind of in that bad crowd after that sophomore year, I honestly don't remember a whole lot of my sophomore year. Um, just honestly, just 
drawn a blank on that year. But then my junior year is when I met Tiffany. So that's kind of where my my memory kind of resets. And from junior year on is what I really remember. I, I honestly can't remember my sophomore year. If something happened to my sophomore year, I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, because like, I don't know. Oh, that happened in sophomore year? I, I don't know what the timeline is on that. So um, that's kind of my that's kind of my adolescence, right? Uh, you know, trying to think back. I, I kind of ran through the gambit of these questions that, that somebody had um, for the for the story time. But again, you know, I had, I had two younger brothers and, you know, the youngest brother, Travis and I were the closest because we had similar interests. We liked playing uh, video games. We liked playing uh, comic books, comic book characters. Whereas my, our middle brother, Austin, he liked to be a truck driver. He was more mechanical. He built things in the garage. He was always hanging out with my dad more, um, trying to be like my dad, who my dad was a truck driver and a mechanic. So Austin was definitely following his footsteps to this day. Austin works with my dad as a truck driver and he works on cars. And like, that's Austin felt went down that path for sure. Whereas Travis and I are more like the social butterflies and, um, you know, enjoy being social around people and, and, and all that. So it's very weird how even at a young age, we went down certain paths and we had these personality traits early on. Right. Um, Austin doesn't like crowds. He gets very anxious. He has anxiety. You know, he's a, he's a more of a solo, solo recluse kind of guy. And me and Travis are the social butterflies. Travis is a bartender, works at, works at a bar, you know, and, uh, likes going out partying, that sort of thing. And, uh, so, you know, when we were little, I want to say somewhere around the age of 12, 13, I started watching my brothers and stay home with them. And, uh, you know, we fought, obviously we were only two years apart. Me and Austin were two years and Austin and Travis were two years. So we're pretty close in age. So, you know, we got, we got into fights, uh, nothing physical, but like wrestling, shoving, that sort of thing. Um, but nothing too crazy, nothing too serious. Uh, obviously we were brothers. We loved, loved each other and we got along most of the time. You know, we played with each other a lot, right? I said, me and Travis play video games a lot. You know, we'd go, we played ditch them. But at that age, you know, I was so much taller. I was so much older. Um, you know, I could do things they couldn't do. And I always had an advantage most of the time, right? Which is funny because, you know, with Travis being the smallest and the youngest, I always won everything um, until he got, we got older. And then, of course, by the time I was in high school, by the time he was in high school, like being four years apart, I graduated when he became a freshman. I went to college. And so I missed his kind of high school days. And Travis to this day is definitely... Uh, the biggest of the of the three of us i'm the tallest but i'm the thinnest i'm I'm a rail right very sh narrow shoulders thin bones like but i'm the tallest and then austin's just a little bit shorter and a little bit wider and then travis is just a little bit shorter and a little bit wider so it kind of goes down in that 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 area but travis is a truck dude he played football and uh and was was the athlete travis travis was the athlete um very muscular and uh and and had that football basketball like lifestyle right he's got some stories holy crap that'd be a fun podcast to get him on have him tell us talk some stories he i still hear things from him and austin because austin and, and travis had a, a condo they lived with each other for mm, a year or two maybe and they tell a story sometimes i'm like i've never heard this story before when did this happen oh the summer of blah blah i'm like what crazy so they still have they still have stories i've never heard right definitely um, they definitely have lived a, a, a much more adventurous life than I have. Travis specifically, Travis has backpacked Europe and done some crazy things, things that I probably still don't know about, <laughs> but, uh, it's always a good time talking to those guys. I definitely want to get an episode with my brothers on cause my brothers are my, are my favorite people. Like 
our sense of humor with our, with our dad, our, we got our dad's sense of humor. So the three of us have this, this share the same sense of humor and no one makes me laugh harder than my brothers for sure. Um, I can't say that that started when we were kids though. I think our sense of humors are definitely more vulgar, um, very much more adult conversations and adult jokes that we laugh at. And that's just our sense of humor. So when we were kids, I can't remember laughing too much about my brothers, you know, um, definitely didn't think my brothers were cool when I was a kid. Uh, that they were, you know, my younger brothers, they were dorks, right? Didn't want to hang out with them. Didn't want to do anything with them. Uh, when we babysat, when I babysat them, I was always frustrated with them because they never listened to me or I tell them to do something. And it wasn't probably what I should be telling them to do. So they were like, no, I'm not doing that. And then I call my mom, they're not listening to me. You know, that kind of thing. Um, but, uh, overall, I mean, my childhood was great. I really very fortunate. My mom was a stay at home mom until I was in high school, uh, or maybe like towards the end of junior high. Um, so we were raised with our mom home all the time. My dad was a truck driver, as I said, so he was on the go a lot. And when I was real little, I actually went on the truck with him. Um, I have a couple of memories, just vague. I was little, obviously, uh, being on the truck, going to California for like, you know, two nights, that sort of thing. Uh, my dad tells a lot of stories about those days. And so even though I don't remember them, I have these, these, like, I guess what my imagination would say that these stories are that he always talks about. Um, and then when my mom went to work, she started working again, we were, you know, home alone with my brothers and, and whatnot. And then as I got older, I started working and you know, that just became our, our normal. Um, uh, we had one dog, his name was Dodger. And that was our, that was our family dog, though. He was an outside dog. He, he never came inside. We had cats inside. My dad's, a, my dad's an animal lover. So my dad would bring home a dog or a cat. And that was our, you know, we went through three cats. I think we had sneakers. Oliver. And then I can't remember what the last cat was that I lived there. I don't remember the name of the cat since then they've had other cats. My dad's had other cats. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I, I never was a huge animal lover. Like don't get me wrong. I have nothing wrong with and against animals. I just don't have this burning desire to have a pet. Um, in fact, when I, when the kids were little and they asked for a puppy the first time I said, hell no, I, I did not want a dog. I didn't want a pet. I didn't want an animal that I can't have a conversation with in my house. Um, but then as the kids got older and they, they talked about a puppy all the time, it's my kids. So, you know, I gave in and said, all right, it's your dog. You have to keep up with it. You have to put up with it. You have to clean it, clean up with after it, all that sort of thing. Um, so that's how we have baby baby came from that. Uh, we got her when she was three months old and, um, you know, that's been the family's dog. So when people ask me, are you gonna get another dog for baby? Or are you gonna get another dog after baby? answer is always no, because again, I don't have any desire to have another pet. Um, and if the kids are gone in the next five to 10 years, I really don't want another pet without the, dog, the kids here, you know? Um, so that's the reason why we don't have cats and not, we're not getting another dog. And, but you know, you never know, like the next 40 years, maybe Tiffany wants another dog, you know, maybe a small dog that she can carry or whatever. I don't know. Can't predict the future. Uh, never say never is my philosophy, but, uh, growing up, we had the dog. He was outside. He, he, he was only an outside dog. And when he came inside, it was like, no, 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 get out, get out, get out, get out. You know? And if the gate got open, he ran out, he would book it. He would just run free. Cause we never walked him. We never took him out. So he, it was like the worst, the dog ever got out. It was the worst chasing him down, getting him down. Like, Oh, it was the worst, but that's just how, you know, we, how he was raised, how the dog was raised, how we raised the dog. So, you know, that example for sure, for sure. Um, definitely if you're gonna have a dog, definitely, you should definitely have an inside dog. 
uh, makes them a lot more interesting and more fun. And um, I had uh, I had birds. I had two parakeets at once upon a time. I had a yellow one named Max, and then I had a blue one, which I don't remember the name of the blue one. I don't remember. Somebody gave it to us. I don't know if it was Blue Boy or Blue Bird or I, I don't know. But Max was my yellow and green parakeet. Had him for a couple of years. That was a lot of fun. Um, and then fourth grade, I had um, some anoles, which are American chameleons. And in fourth grade, that was my favorite year of science. Uh, my, my love for science came that year because I was in uh, fourth grade. Mrs. Dalton was the science teacher, but she was my homeroom. So we were always in that classroom. And when I had free time, I'd always go over to the science lab and you know, play around, look, look at the animals and do stuff. And, you know, if I had free time, I'd always ask for like science projects. Um, so we did a whole round of like learning about animals, you know, reptiles and fish and amphibians and mammals and um, crayfish. And at the end of the school year, she asked me if I wanted to take the anoles home, take the lizards home. I was like, what? Are you serious? She's like, yeah, I've got three left. End of the school year. You're more than welcome to keep them. So I went to the, I had my mom go to the pet store, we bought an aquarium and a log and all the, the wood chips and everything we needed. And, and I took home three of these anoles and uh, one died like right away, like the shock of moving or something. I don't know, but right away one died. And so I had two and I had two for a really long time. I think all through summer into the next school year. And then w another one died and it was just the one. And I had the one anole for a whole year, all the way through the next school year to the next summer before he eventually passed. Um, but I really, really liked having like the lizards and the trees and the bushes, but again, not an animal that you can take out and like put on your finger and hold because I would pick him up and I bring him out and he'd be on my hand, but then all it takes was him to like run away or jump or scurry. And then it's like, oh crap, he's loose in my room and I just stopped taking him out. So, um, that's kind of the pet situation when we were kids, never really had too many other pets other than that. I had a pet rat for like a week and then eventually got rid of that uh we had goldfish from time to time but you know goldfish never last and they're not as cool right goldfish just swims by itself in its own little aquarium um so that yeah that was kind of the pet situation when we were kids like i said always had a cat two inside and a dog outside and then um i don't know that's kind of it kind of it yeah I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, having pets growing up, I don't know why I'm not more of a pet lover. Maybe just because of the way the pets were or, you know, where my attention was always at. It wasn't ever around the animals or the pets. But anyway, um, as far as friends go, like I said, I, I always had like one one friend that I hung out with the most. I hung out with a lot of friends and, and had a lot of different friends, but there was always that one. Uh, and my first, like first, second, third grade, it was JJ. And in fourth, fifth, and sixth, it was Justin. And then uh, like seventh and eighth grade was Josh, something with J names. I don't know why. Uh, and then freshman year, it was Tim and and Ryan and and Fuzzy. I don't remember his real name, but we called him Fuzzy. And that was like that bad crowd that I kind of was in. Um, and then sophomore year, I don't know. And then uh, junior year, it was, it was Tiffany. And uh, Alex was, I guess, my best friend at that time. He ended up being my best man at my wedding. Um, but even though he, I, I looked at him as like my best friend, we weren't best friends because he had his own group of friends and I would just join them for things. And, and to this day, like Alex and Danny and Mark and Paul and you know, those guys, they're, they're still a good group of guys and we still talk every once in a while online, but 
know, that was like, they were the group and I joined that group from time to time. It's kind of how it always was. I was, I was always like, I never had a hardcore group of best friends, right? Like there's people to this day that are still friends from high school. I see their Instagram pics, their, their kids are hanging out with each other. They go on vacations together and I always leave comments like, oh, it's so cool that you guys are still hanging out. Like they're literally like best friends for life. Tiffany still has two or three best friends from, from high school and middle school. Like it's crazy. I don't have that. You know, I never really had that. Um, I bounced around a lot. I went from friend group to friend group to friend group. And it's funny because I kind of feel like I still do the same thing. I have a lot of friends, but I only talk to certain ones when it's rel relative or um, we have something kind of in common at the time. And as soon as that one thing in the middle goes away, I stop talking to them, right? A good example is like uh, my Destiny clan, my old Destiny clan, Destiny 1 clan. We were a hardcore group of friends. We talked every single night. We had a Slack channel that we talked with each other like I knew what was going on with everyone's lives everything was great and then I started streaming and I was more focused on I was focused on content and when I played destiny I would play it as a streamer so it wasn't necessarily hanging out with my friends as much we'd raid and we'd do things but it it started getting a little different and then when destiny 2 came out not everybody jumped to destiny 2 right away right some people were like well I'm a little hesitant I don't know and then I moved to PC and that was really the the final pin in that or you know final nail in the coffin so to speak because I moved to PC, but no one else did. Everyone else was still on console. In fact, I think most of them are still on console if they still play. And that's kind of when I broke up with the band, so to speak. I, 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 I don't talk to any of them, even though we're friends on Facebook and I follow them all on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. We don't talk ever at all. I have no idea what's going on in their lives. They could have gotten married, had kids, do not know because destiny is what was holding us together. Destiny was that commonality. And as soon as that commonality is gone, that it kind of fizzled out that friendship very similar to coworkers, right? You, you have friends that are coworkers, you get a new position or you get a new job and you know, you talk to them at first, right? But then at, at, as time goes on, the relationship starts to get a little thinner and thinner and thinner, right? Um, at least that, that's always been for me. That's, that's how it's always been, you know? So friends, you know, I had these hardcore friends, but then when we move, we'd only stay friends for maybe another month or two. And then the friendship would kind of fizzle and you know, I have a new group of friends. So, Maybe that's why I'm that way because I didn't stay in one location for my entire life. I moved a lot. Um, moving, you know, puts a lot of a lot of strain on relationships. Sierra and Bryce the same way. It's funny people ask questions like, "Hey, whatever happened to Braden or whatever happened to Lucy?" It's like, well, they live in the old neighborhood, which is like half an hour away, you know. So they they still talk. Bry Bryce and Braden still play video games all the time, right? Uh, Sierra and Lucy they talk on Snapchat from time to time, but it's like it's not the same if they're not there all the time, right? Like you used to be able to walk down the street and hang out their house. They used to have sleepovers. We moved and so those relationships break and that's just how f some, some friendships work, um, unfortunately. So I'm assuming that's why I don't, ha I never had that hard crew, hardcore group of friends or had that hardcore like best friends because I moved a lot. And so even to this day, I don't have best friends that I talk to every day on the regular. Um, and then maybe that's also because I, I found Tiffany so young, right? I found Tiffany in my junior year in high school. And we've been together ever since. So again, even in my twenties, never really had those friends that I went and had a drink with or went and, uh, uh, traveled with or went on vacation with like, cause it was just always me and Tiffany, you know, I always try to like analyze this stuff when I think about it. Um, so the friend situation, though, I had tons of friends. I just never had like that one best friend through high school or junior high. Um, for the most part, you know, so yeah, that's the, uh, that's the friendship side of things. Um, 
you know, someone asked about girlfriends, you know, I had, uh, I mean, technically my first girlfriend was third grade, but you're third grade you're, it's not like you're really, you know, kissing or anything, holding hands, but it was like one of those things where we, you know, we liked each other. We thought, you know, we chased each other in the playground, that sort of thing. And there was a weekend where my parents traveled and I stayed at her parents' house, at her house or third grade. So it's like, you know, I slept on the couch on an air mattress or something like that. Um, but my real first, I guess, girlfriend was seventh grade. My first kiss was in seventh grade. Um, and then fast forward to junior high. I don't think I had any girlfriend. I had one girlfriend. I had one girlfriend, uh, which I was a dick though. I, I didn't, I don't know what, to do, what I was doing, obviously. And, uh, me and a friend made this agreement. I'll break up with her boyfriend for her and she'll break up with my girlfriend for me and we'll be good, right? Because we didn't want to break up with the, the friends. Well, everything was fine with her. Her friend, her boyfriend at the time was like another guy from another group, so no big deal. But my girlfriend was our friend in our circle. So me breaking up with her via our friend, everybody hated me. I was like, it ruined my relationship with my friends for a long time. And I was like, oh my God. And of course, looking back now, I feel like absolute crap for doing that. But we got over it when we got in high school. We were all friends again, but it's just, it just was it was definitely rough there around eighth grade. Um, and then in high school, you know, I um, I had little little girlfriend, you know, little flings here and there, uh, freshman and, and junior year. Or I'm sorry, freshman and sophomore year, but nothing serious, nothing like nothing real serious. Because again, didn't know what I was doing. Didn't have an older brother or sister to talk to, and you know, you don't talk to your parents about that kind of stuff. At least not back then, you didn't. Um, and so, you know, I had girlfriends, but it was nothing, nothing too crazy, nothing too serious. And again, at that age, and this is something I taught my kids too, like having a boyfriend or girlfriend freshman year, sophomore year, like you can't drive, you can't go anywhere. You don't have any money. So like everything has to go through your parents. Like, Hey mom, can I borrow, can I have 20 bucks? And can you drive me to the mall or can you drive me to the movie theater? I'm going to meet up with so-and-so like, it's so awkward and so weird. And it gives remember too, back then we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have text messages. We didn't have Snapchat and, and DMs, right? There were no, there was no FaceTime. You, if you wanted to talk to somebody, you had to sit on the house phone that happened to be in the kitchen, you know, and then eventually you could get a phone in your room. But even then you're on the phone. If your mom and dad had to use the phone, it's like, Hey, I need to use the phone. Get off. It's like, oh, all right, I'll call you back. Hang up. Then you had to wait for them to finish their conversation. Then you call them back and then you're sitting on the phone and it's just like silence between things being said. Right? So Definitely different times back then, uh, for sure. Uh, but then, you know, junior year, uh, I, I met Tiffany and uh, really liked her. Thought she was very, very pretty and uh, heard a lot of good things about her. She played volleyball and she was, you know, looked good in spandex. And uh, we had mutual friends, you know, uh, her best two best friends, boyfriends were my friends. And so we had this like, you know, this like six, three, three, three couple thing going on. And it was really, it was a lot of good times. Um, and we've been together ever since. You know, that's, that's our story from junior year. And I've told that story numerous times on stream and on the origin story and all that stuff like that. But, um, it's kind of that, I mean, that's my, that's my childhood. I don't know what other, what, what else I can say. I, like I said, I, t I talk about a lot of it in, uh, on stream. Um, if you have questions, you want to know more specifics about my childhood, uh, let me know in the comments down below on YouTube. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you can send me a voice message, uh, on anchor.fm slash Clintus. There's a little uh, voice message button. You can click on that. Leave me a voice message. Um, I'll be sure to listen to that. And maybe I'll do some follow-ups to this in the next episode. If, uh, if, if you guys leave some good questions that I can answer that I feel like they should be said on the podcast, I'll do that on the podcast. Otherwise, I'll just reply to them on YouTube or whatever. And um, 
that's that. So uh, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Hope you enjoy the podcasts. Uh, the plan is to do one, at least one a week. At some point when I get my crap together, I will definitely start getting guests back on here and doing uh, more one-on-one like interviews with friends and guests and that sort of thing. Um, there's a lot of things I want to talk about with a lot of different cool people. And um, so that's to look forward to that. Uh, next episode will be about my high school graduation summer, the summer right after I graduated high school. Uh, one of my best summers that I can remember. It's only a month. I'm talking about just a month because it was I graduated high school in May and I started college the first week of July or last week of June, something like that. So I only had one month of summer, but it was an awesome summer and it really shaped a lot of my, the way I ended, I decided to end up going in the future for things. So um, be on the lookout for that next week. It'll be uh, posted on YouTube, youtube.com slash Clintus, uh, and as well as the podcast feed. Um, you can click the link in the description down below, like I said, to subscribe for free to listen to all the podcasts, all the previous episodes that aren't on YouTube. And um, thanks for listening. Really appreciate your support. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Clintus, Instagram at Clintus, TikTok. I, post, I started posting some TikToks uh, during the charity stream. Uh, so I'll be doing some more TikToks at Clintus as well. And of course, I'm live Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash Clintus, playing video games and talking about anything and everything you guys want to talk about. So appreciate you guys. Have a fantastic rest of your day. We'll be right back.